but you know, like there's like the classic woman's voice. It's very like, like Ariana Grande. I feel yeah. like it's like a classic yeah. like soprano, and it's all like. <laughs> and then you have the like Lana. Uh, you have the Lanas yeah. and like the Amy Winehouse. Winehouses of the group that Janet Joplin, Janis Joplin. Oh Janet. my gosh! I literally wow, wow. we were on a, a houseboat trip that we did with the McCallums and. Keith somehow like hurt his leg and everyone else had like their spouses and everything. So it was like me and Connor hanging out a lot, a lot of the time. So then he was just like crawling on the floor constantly because he hurt his leg. So he couldn't get around. He's just like, he's literally what? scooting on this um, pillow. And I was like, Keith, I'll make you lunch, whatever. It's fine. Because I don't want to watch you scoot to this. It looks, looks painful. <laughs> and then he's like, Katie, thank you. You know, you like to sing. And then, then he just put on Janis Joplin for like, I think, 12 hours straight. And I was just like, okay. But it was hilarious because you I like to I, smoke for 40 years. Yeah. <laughs> she was like, Keith, she has an interesting voice. No, she's really cool. But anyway, that's my Janis Joplin story. That was a good intro. Yeah. Thank you for that. Um, also, another Janis Joplin key story. Oh, okay. That's relating here. He loved her. Um, yeah, he did. Uh, first CT, you know how we always had like a movie, mm-hmm. like a 10 minute oh, movie. Oh, yeah, so yeah. Um, he was like, you got to get this Janis Joplin documentary and get like certain, just pick out certain parts that like kind of go over like her whole thing. And so I had to watch like a two hour documentary does, Saturday morning. Does she even have a redeeming story? <laughs> I thought she... Uh, I think, like, she had the typical grew up in church and rebelled. And oh. then probably said a statement or two, I like, later in that. life. Okay. That was just, like, it wasn't worth it. Okay. It's probably one of those things. Hmm. Um, but I forget exactly what Keith was trying to pull out. But he was always, like... He usually was just, like... The reason he shows CT movies is that he would watch something that week and then yeah. be like, that's a really good movie. Work it in somehow. Yeah. Yeah. That's amazing. No, I appreciate hearing that because I was always like, Yeah. Like, it, it I get where he was going, like, mm-hmm. it made sense. But then yeah. I was also like, Where did he find this? Yeah. Literally. <laughs> I was always so curious as to how and who, but it was probably you that it's like you take a two and a half hour long movie and then you make it into five minutes. And someone just always had to do that. Yeah. Which yeah. is, yeah. So terrible. Yeah. That was the worst part about my job. As an intern back then. Yeah. Because it was, the video? I would show up at Keys at 10 a.m. And then he would be working on his teaching. And then he would like. On Saturday? Yeah. Saturday of? He would come yell at me at noon. Be like, this is what I need for a movie. And oh, then God. for like the next five hours straight, I had to like <gasps> go back and forth. Like, is this good? Is this, and no, this, this, this. And then is this good? No, no, no. That's crazy. And then finally, he'd be like, all right, that's good. Give it to me on flash drive. So give it to him on flash drive rush to Bowman and go sit up. Oh my god. Within like fifteen minutes. And then that like gives me anxiety. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. It was like so anxiety inducing. That's fun. Yeah. I mean, like looking back at it now, I would do it like a thousand times uh-huh. over. Yeah. But uh back then it was just like especially for the gala, the gala was the worst. Because mm. that was even like more heightened. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> Welcome to Save Podcast, a podcast where we capture conversations over coffee. Week two in a row where we all have coffee. Oh, yeah. Oh, nice. Um, Mine's not coffee. Oh, okay, never mind. You could have just lied. Just going to say that. Um, this week's ep, 
Yeah. Oh, hold on, hold on, hold on. I'm Corey. Oh, I'm a Mia. Good point. Yeah, yeah. This week's episode, <laughs> we have another friend of the show who reached out to us and begged to be on. We have Katie Bayless. Did I? No. Oh, I was going to say. He likes to lie about that. I don't that. remember that. She does actually listen. She's like one of I our most prominent listeners. I am an avid listener, yeah. except for recently. Mm. That's okay. You've been on vacation. Who upset you that you were just like, I don't, I can't. Jordan. Listen. Yeah. Just kidding. <laughs> Mark that down as the fourth person that said that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We'll have to do something about that. <clears throat> I have um, a second question. You, you asked the first question. Okay. Well, it's a really important question. Mm. Do you have any pets? Yes, I do. Tell me. I have a baby cat that's the fuzziest cat you'll ever pet. And she is cute. She is kind. And she is adorable. <laughs> <laughs> Not many people know her name because we never say it yeah. quite literally ever. It is Maeve. And mm-hmm. that was the name she was given. And we were watching Boys at the time. And so the boys, right? Mm-hmm. Boys. Yeah, sure. And uh, so then we we're like, that's so cool because Maeve is awesome. Queen Maeve or whatever. She tried to save the plane. Yeah. Yeah. But you just call her baby cat. Yeah. yeah. Or kitty. Yeah. Or fuzziest was. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure in Logan's episode, we have him saying baby cat like at least four times. Yeah. That's mainly what we call her. And uh, Logan got her for me, but it's definitely his cat. Yeah, for sure. Everyone knows that. But like, who does she sleep with and who does she actually snuggle with? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Me. That's how uh, Kevin is with me. Mm. Mm. Like Kevin is definitely a daddy's boy. Mm. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But um, sis probably takes care of him like way more than I do. Mm-hmm. Kevin like, is a mm-hmm. dog, by the <clears throat> way. Yeah, not an actual person. <laughs> yeah. So I do not neglect an actual human. It's interesting how that happens. Logan takes care of the cat way more than I do. Mm-hmm. That's funny. Do you think that it's going to be that way with actual children? That Logan takes care of them more <laughs> in, in the infant <laughs> stage? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't think that's physically possible, but hey, never say never. Mm. True. He's going to be a very good dad. Yeah. He's already a very good Uncle in law. Yeah. And yeah. they love him more than me. So, mm. well, Lukey told me I was his best friend recently. So, Aww. he's told me that too. Right. So. It, it does kind of switch yeah. every hour. Mm-hmm. <laughs> It'd be like that when you're a kid. Uh-huh. Lukey's great. Yeah. Um, yeah. My uh, second question would be I was thinking about this the other day mm. and then I saw you <clears throat> the other morning and I was mm. going to ask you. Never did. Mm. Probably because you're snippy with me. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Don't even. Just kidding. Um, so, what is your birth certificate name? First name? Catherine. Oh, you're thinking Katharina? Yeah. Yeah. No, it, it's just, that's just Catherine in Lithuanian. Okay. It's Can it's Catherine, Katharina Lina. It's just, it's my. Katharina Lina? Well, yeah, because it's Catherine and then Lina, which I never changed my middle name to Morsher. Um, I kept it Lena. Like on intentionally or? No? Yeah. I like it. I don't know. It's my mom. Yeah. yeah. And hers is Lena Catherine. So. Aww. On your changing your middle name is like after marriage. Mm-hmm. Is that what people do? Yeah. Yeah. yeah I think like, uh, Caitlin is yeah. Dillahay in the middle. Yeah. I think most women do like that. Like a second middle name. 
No, uh-uh. you just replace it. Yeah. Oh, I didn't yeah, so really yeah, when don't you give your daughters names. middle names because they just have to get rid of them. Oh, my God. They do not. I didn't. They most likely will. I want to do my mom's name for middle name for her daughter. Oh, that's cute. Is this a reveal? Hmm? Oh, yeah. We're having six daughters. Oh, <laughs> Congrats. I'll pray for Alyssa. I'm going to leave all those. <laughs> um, <clears throat> so... Hi. Hey. Thanks for joining us. Glad to be um, here. You've been, uh, as well as um, Mia, who we had uh, on last week, um, grew up in the church. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And also the youngest of three sisters or daughters. And it's interesting how, how we're the most similar. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. But she's eight years older than you? Yeah. At least 12. Really? <laughs> At least 12. <laughs> Crazy. She's like seven months older than me, I oh, think. Oh, guys. Oh, really? I'm so susceptible to lies. You uh, I believe that. I don't know. I wasn't doing math in my head. Okay. Yeah. She also definitely told us last week. She's 18. <laughs> yeah, me too. <laughs> basically. When do you turn 21? It's soon. Yeah. <gasps> oh, really? Really soon. Yeah. Please tell me it's like not like yesterday. No, no. Okay. It's July 20th. <laughs> Why are you being like that? I don't know. Because he talks to me about my birthday oh, way too much. Oh, yeah. She hates her birthdays. Oh. Yeah. Oh. I totally just like neglected that fact. There, no, I, I, don't, I don't care that you don't care. Don't yeah. Care. No, I appreciate it. And also, I'll have to tell you about how the Lord has changed my heart. Um, On birthdays? Re- re- it's related. Yeah. <clears throat> But this is not my episode, so I'm not allowed to talk about myself. Yeah. Uh, okay. Yeah, I refuse. That's cool. Yeah. Yeah, I did grow up in the church, though. This mm. one in specific. Yeah. Do you have any nicknames? Katie. Mm. Um, I guess that is a nickname. I just. Auntie really K. Auntie K. KK. What's KK. your Instagram handle? I don't know. I deleted oh. Instagram. It's Kitty Morsher. Oh, is it? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I was, I think, in high school. Maybe later. I was really trying to push Kitty as a like a name, and it just didn't work. I'm glad it didn't work. It's only like I've gotten Cat. That's like it. Katie's so boring. It's like you can't really do much with it, and everyone's named Katie, so it's like yeah. I don't know. It fits you because you are Katie. Funny because I hate the name, (laughs) so I'm always like, I wish my name made. My name, my mom named me something like, I don't even want to say because then it's kind of, it's, it's a stupid name. <laughs> All right. All right. <laughs> well, we won't, we won't I was in yeah. Latin class and I love the name Viviana and I was like, oh my God, what if I was named Viviana? That's, name. That's like so prissy and uptight. Which that is true. I, I could look in the mirror. of someone with a Starbucks cup. Yep. Just being like, you got my order wrong. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, that's a Vivian. <laughs> yep. But like, yo, Vivi. That's yeah, cool. yeah. 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 Or like Viv. Or Viv. Mm, I like Viv. Or Anna. Mm. Mm. No. Okay. No. Um, moving on. <laughs> so you didn't always live in Stowe, right? Well, uh, we lived in Bedford for a time, but I, I would say I grew up in Stowe. How old were you when you moved? I don't remember. Mm. preschool oh, I think okay. kindergarten kindergarten like five six yeah ish. we I mean I was 
Like, I remember Old House, but I don't. Yeah. You know, I remember the wolf spiders. That's about it. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I had those. We were by a ravine. Did mm. you uh, consider yourself a PK, even though your dad wasn't a full-time pastor? Um, no. No. Our, when the when I was growing up, our church was very small. So I knew quite literally everyone. Mm-hmm. And it was like very much... Um, like everyone was just involved in everything. And as the church got bigger, it was a little more difficult to feel like, you know, everyone, obviously. Mm-hmm. But I never felt like I was a pastor's kid. No, no, actually. I just felt like my parents had been there for a long time. Mm-hmm. So therefore I knew people. Yeah, that makes sense. Cause it's like, rather than like three main people in front of like, yeah. hundreds it's just like i actually people, like 50 only felt like a pastor's kid when i lost my last name and i was like whoa this name kind of means something that's crazy i think about that all the time yeah where it's like oh wow yeah kind of losing that um what's it called like name identity yeah identity yeah. uh reputation maybe yeah yeah, yeah. So. status yeah, yeah yeah but only then i didn't really think about it much Hmm. This is Katie, um, daughter of Greg. Yeah, yeah. right, right. Which is kind of how Now people... you're just husband of Logan. Yeah, <laughs> well, I'm my husband of oh, Logan. Yeah. <laughs> you are Wait a minute. wife of Dreams Logan. Dreams come true. <laughs> Sorry, Logan. I'm finally um, a man. No, <laughs> no uh, that does make sense, though. Morsher is, um, is, a, is a house name. Yeah, yeah. and he was culture. never like... he. My dad taught, but he was never, like, the main teacher either. I feel like that would be a little different because mm. he was, like, my dad's yeah. so gifted in, like, the background stuff. Like, I don't think our ministry would be running or have run this much. Like, he does so much oh, I agree. for this church. It's, yeah. It should be his job, but he works another job. Yeah. Yeah. To provide. Yeah. I guess a uh, shout-out to Greg that um, the amount of people – I hear say their favorite teacher is Greg. Really? Yeah. I've oh heard my it gosh. so many times. That's I love so when cool. Greek teachers do. I love it. I can't wait to take his class. Shout out yeah, his class if this will even come out before that. Is it the relating? I think it will. Relating with the word yeah. or something like that. Yeah. What do you know the date? Yeah. <sighs> July. It's July 26th, 26th. actually. Yeah. It's on a Wednesday. Yeah. It's a one week, just a one week workshop, right? It's at 7, July 26th at the study center. $10. $10. Fill out the Google form on our Facebook page. Mm -hmm. Or get in contact with Zach Rossler. Yeah. Um, So how, what's the age difference between you and Ellie? Four years and Adi's six. So I was never really close with them until probably I was like 18. Mm. Then we were friends because there was just such an age gap and they were so close that it was really like me and my mom. That's probably why I also kept her name because I was like, she's my best friend for so long. That's cute. (laughs) What was your relationship like with your parents growing up like before, you know, high school? Um, I think it was good. It's funny because like in marriage counseling, we like went through our parents, our relationships with our parents and I of course, only remembered the negative things. But now that I'm past that, I feel like I remember a lot of really good things where how my mom was very, like, involved and was always willing to 
like go above and beyond for us. So I think good. And especially with my sisters being older, me and my mom were very close because she was the only one I could annoy mm-hmm. and she wouldn't leave. No. <laughs> <laughs> so true. Yeah. And my dad, poor thing, had three girls. Um, so, and he, he worked a bit and then they had the ministry. So, um, I just always remember he was so involved, um, with us, like when we did like Sunday mornings, we would dance and sing together. It was always his music. Weird how that turns out. Um, which makes sense now. Right, 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 (laughs) right, right, right. right. I had good taste in music. I loved like Queen. Yeah. Not, oh yeah, it's actually now that I said that that's really dumb is because of him. <laughs> he would just play it all the time, so I just liked it. Aww. Queen, yeah. cranberries. Uh-huh. Yeah, um, he loved DC Talk Yanni. at the time and you too. That's really cute. Are you more like your mom or your dad? It's funny. I feel like my sisters and I just talked about this where like um we all have Adi's like like my mom in personality, mm-hmm. but like in actual, or wait, no, I'm gonna say that wrong. But in actual like ways of doing things, or how I react, or how I um, respond to things is like my mom. But like how I think is definitely not like my mom. I'm yeah. way more functional. I'm way more like put together and just like very strict rules. Where she's like all over the place Mm. in a beautiful way she Mm -hmm. just thinks differently yeah and she's a lot more deeper and um emotionally intelligent than i am (laughs) it'd be yeah yeah so definitely i would say my mom at first glance Mm. um so last week when we had mia she was telling us a lot about how like i mean just like through many factors of things Mm -hmm. the youngest like growing up the church whatever she had like a rebellious streak. Did you experience mm. that at all? Yeah. Uh, m- many times, um, over and over again, uh, there was nothing like insane in the sense of like, I went and left and I did a bunch of drugs or anything like that. But it was mainly like, so my, my, um, my vice, I guess you could say <laughs> was like how to use people and control things. Cause I like rules and, life was always black and white. It should be this way or no way. Mm -hmm. And so, um, growing up in the church, like I knew how to be, but I didn't understand why or grace. And so it didn't connect until, uh, Keith called me out. And then my disciple at the time was literally at my house every single day asking if, I'm going to apologize to Keith and if I even understand what the heck is going on. And that's how I got saved was her pursuing me and not really giving up. Um, because it would have been pretty easy to. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> what was Keith calling you out for specifically? Uh, living a double life, basically. I mean, um, acting like I was, you know, involved in the church and was, I was two-faced. I mean, I was in the church. I was going to things and pretending to reach out and do all the the good Christian girl things. And Mm -hmm. then it came to that I didn't actually care. I wasn't saved in the Lord. I never declared the Lord as my Lord. So 
a little difficult to have a authentic life, yeah. if you will. Yeah. Um, but that was kind of the theme. I mean, even now, because I think that like me not really being authentic and understanding grace for myself instead just doing what I was told and what was good by friends or church, which then obviously complicated things and led to double life. Um, it was like I was so insecure and still am and still have to really take a step back and think through things of what I actually believe and want to do and fight with the Lord through. Does that make sense? What was your yeah. question? Yeah. I don't know what your question No, was. that made sense. I forget it. Did you, uh, I mean, growing up in the church and like uh -huh. your whole family being saved, it must have been like a, quite the heavy weight to carry around knowing that you haven't made that decision. Like I didn't know. Oh, you didn't. It, it didn't. Um, in my head, I just didn't think about it. Actually, if I, if I'm just going to be honest, I didn't care to think about it and I didn't think about it. And I thought everything was good because I knew a way to a successful life. And so I was doing that like in the sense of like following all the roles yeah. and being good Christian yeah. girl and having yeah. friends and good grades. Yeah. Yeah. All the outside stuff. Um, what was your question? Oh, so then, yeah, I, I just didn't, it didn't even comprehend that I wasn't even saved mm. until Keith really started to push that on me. And, um, then Kate really started to pursue me on that, which I'm like indebted to them because of that. Like, I can't wait to, like, go to heaven and just be like, thank you so much. Mm -hmm. yeah. You know? Because, yeah. you know, you, like, as you go on, you don't really realize, like, the, the like, impact that people had until, like, later. It yeah. almost feels like. Yeah. yeah. Um, <clears throat> so, how do I ask this? With growing up, yeah, so you didn't think about, I need to declare Jesus as Lord and all these things. You're more so just kind of functioning through spiritual yeah. life. Yeah. Um, and still do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Amen. Um, and so did you have a plan? Like, were you dead set? Like, I'm just going to stay in this ministry or were you just like, Oh, whatever happens? Like, were you actually committed mm -hmm. to fellowship even though you weren't saved? That's a good cue. Cause as soon as um, I talked with Keith, I was like, yeah, I'm like, I'm done why be in ministry? And then I was, and then I had like this whole second plan, second set of friends, second, whatever. I'm going to say, no, I didn't want to continue to be in ministry or like in the, in the long, long yeah. vision. I was like, I'm going to go to college and OSU and that'll be my time to get away. But that was all subconscious. You see, I didn't preemptively be like, I'm going to go to see you because I really don't want to be here. It was all like, I, it was like, you know, that, that heart fight, soul fighting of like, I knew something was off, but I don't care to find out mm -hmm. or no one's pressing me on and I don't know yeah. how to think. <laughs> so like apathetic spiritual things. Yeah. 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 Did you ever like, well, first of all, how old were you when you actually did receive grace? When was that? Was I a sophomore, junior? I don't remember. 
So you were like 15, 16, whatever, one of those ages. If you guys were two years ahead of me, then I had to be sophomore. Yeah, right? it was sophomore. Oh, uh, sophomore. Yeah. Because I was a senior. <sighs> you guys. Me and Corey. Mm. I'm like still here, guys. What? <laughs> yeah. Um, what was I going to say? Oh, did you ever feel prior to that like any sort of weight or like some sort of like unsettledness? Like, okay. Because you said you were apathetic. Yeah, yeah. No, like, so, you know, uh, uh, well, people might not know, but like <laughs> growing up in the church, there's usually some sort of like summer camp yeah. or whatever where yeah. you're like, or, you know, you're just going to a lot of things like a summer institute and mm-hmm. church four times a week and like all these things. Yeah. And you're like constantly with people who believe in God and it's very safe and very awesome and you're filled up your whole life. Yeah. And then it comes to, oh, you like the Lord's pursuing you. And so there's like some easiness, whether it's like a teaching or there's a few teachings where I was like, I just want this peace as like a young kid. And I was just like, okay, Lord, uh, I guess I believe in you. And then, mm. but it was just like, you know, it wasn't authentic and I didn't get it. I just wanted to not be in pain or whatever, yeah. you know, like it was just like, so there was definitely a lot of times, but, um, where, I even taught when I wasn't saved. Do you mm-hmm. remember that? That's really um, funny. And I was like, why am I doing this? But it just felt like you were supposed to. So I just yeah. did it. Yeah. yeah. But that was the thing. I never really spoke up and said what I actually thought. I was rude and outspoken in other ways. But when it came to like the vulnerability and depths of my soul, I just yeah. didn't talk to anyone about it. I yeah. didn't know how to talk about, it, talk about it. I didn't make it easy to pursue me either. That was mm. a real cold... Beep. Mm, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Do you cuss on this? Yep. Yeah. Oh, okay. I act like I've never listened to this <laughs> show. I know people. Have... Yeah, yeah, okay. We've had sailors on for sure. Yeah. Um, so did you, did you like idolize keeping your identity like all clean and perfect? So when people look at you, you're like, oh, Katie, the spiritual daughter of the Morsher family had everything together. I don't think it was so much... I think it was just like a, just a pride thing. Like I just needed respect and I just mm-hmm. didn't know how to get it. And so, or like craved having control over people or like, you know, being in control. And, mm-hmm. uh, so I think it was just more like, I really wanted to have that and I didn't care how I got it. Uh, so I would use all the tactics of being sweet, mean, angry, manipulative whatever mm. yeah mind gamey when you matter. say um i guess like what did that look like practically in your relationships like that controlling mind gamey whatever yeah um i mean i think i just said anything to get people to do what i wanted uh because i didn't really like obviously i had a conscience but i didn't have a spirit to like guide me I guess Mm -hmm. I don't know if that makes any sense but I was thinking about it because I was like you know I I obviously had morals and knew right and wrong but I didn't yeah I didn't have a spirit Mm. solidify that and give me a reason to actually want to not hurt people or use that yeah yeah I don't even know that Tell me if nothing makes sense because no, it, does. it makes sense. Yeah. And the spirit yeah. does intercede with our flesh. Yeah. Wages war. Mm-hmm. And so all you had was the flesh, mm-hmm. which is like, how can I benefit me? Mm-hmm. 
and you don't have anything else besides guilt to motivate you to benefit others. Right. And so and that's easy to win over at a time, you know, if you're just constantly trying to push away what is good and what is right. And you're just like, how can I, it's just me mm-hmm. that I'm going to take time and figure out how to benefit me. And usually that looks like manipulation, control, and, uh, you know, lying, all this kind of stuff. Yeah. And on top of that, I was in a sheltered home because, I mean, it was a a good home Mm -hmm. and I was surrounded by Christians constantly and I was in a safe school, you know, like there was nothing to actually put pressure on me, me soul. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So when you then did get saved, how did your relationship start to change after that? Uh... Good cue. I definitely loved my friends. Um, and I definitely wanted to try to understand and just even simple things like the Bible made sense, (laughs) (laughs) which like I heard it all my life, but I just never connected it. And I think that was the main thing where it's like, even though people may hear this their whole life or grow up in a church, whatever, it's like that decision, like why we press getting saved from making your own decision like makes complete sense to me because I'm like I really I really did hear it my whole life and like (laughs) had amazing parents and friends but um it came down to me and the Lord yeah weird (laughs) uh no I think my relationships changed a lot where they became a lot more um two-sided instead of just me taking uh but like that's the hard part because then I went to college and I was still a princess brat and I don't really think I like chose to really understand how to love people until I went through a lot of things with a roommate went through a lot of things with Logan and then I think the biggest thing was just um a disciple at the time like leaving the fellowship and uh having to not depend on her Mm-hmm. And really having to take ownership of my life. Mm-hmm. And so that's why, like, now, like, I hope I hope you and my other past disciples mm-hmm. and current will tell you that uh, I am really big on taking ownership. Because yeah. it's, I'm not going to, like, one, take blame for <laughs> <laughs> what you do. But also, <laughs> um, it's what handicapped me hmm. in my walk mm-hmm. for so long. Yeah. Um, where I think I could have been a lot further now and earlier and the whole time if I just wasn't such a princess brat who tried mm. to like be a victim yeah. for mm. no reason. The only suffering that I had in my life was brought on by myself. It was so pathetic. Mm. <laughs> yeah. So 2019 is the year that I would say that I actually like really, truly, genuinely, wholeheartedly was like chose to follow the Lord. Hmm. Mm. The second decision. Yeah. Cause like I chose, I was like, after I got saved, I was like, yes, this is my ministry. Yes. I want to be here. Yes. I want to love people. But it like, did I, you know, Mm. when you really take an x-ray to it. Yeah. I mean, I feel like also being the age that you were like, and having literally just got saved, that just takes time. And it did take time. And obviously there was like external factors that maybe slowed that process down. Yeah. it's just the layers of that same sin being shedded and it just yeah. takes time to figure yep. that out. Yeah. And it's not like you were engaged when you were 15, so you couldn't have figured that out or 
Right. Having all these other things happen to you. Yeah. Yeah. I also think it's uh, it's pretty clear just hearing about it now. Like, praise God, the Lord got to you. Yeah. And used Keith when he did because, yeah. um, you know, being a sophomore and then junior and senior year, you're pretty much just planning of like, what am I doing mm-hmm. afterwards? And so if he didn't catch you then, it would probably be like you trying to figure out okay, what's my life going to look like after this? Yeah. And then... Uh, I was ready to leave. Yeah. So that's pretty clear that the Lord got a hold of you at the perfect time. Yeah. And he's like, you need to uh, make a decision. Yeah. yeah. Like, you can't just, like, keep on riding the coattails of your family, mm-hmm. acting like everything's fine. Right. Um, but, yeah, I agree with uh, what Amia's saying. It's like, um, yeah, you... Like... You may say, like, I made the second decision, like, I fully knew and understood what I'm going to do in 2019. But, yeah, I mean, you're also coming from trying to figure out, like, there was a lot of changes right after high school. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, you got saved, and then a couple years left in high school, and then you move out from your parents who you were riding the coattails of for mm-hmm. your entire life. Now it's like, okay, now what do I do? And it's like, okay, I'll ride on my disciples' coattails. Mm-hmm. now what do I do mm-hmm. and then it's like you look at everyone else around you and they're just looking at you like I don't know what to do Katie what, sh- what should we do and you're mm-hmm. just like what is going on <laughs> like um, pretty much the Lord was uh, took a few years um, to teach you mm-hmm. hey I need to rely on me mm-hmm. and uh, now's the time to if you want to ride on anyone's coattails you can ride on mine right and um which has always been my thing is like the control and the the rules and putting everything into boxes is definitely always been my f- problem. Mm. And still, you could ask Logan. I was like really freaking out about getting our porch done, <laughs> restained, but it's fine. Speaking of, he just texted me. Logan? Mm-hmm. Let's just call him. Like, honestly, <laughs> no. <laughs> we've called him literally so many I times on this up. podcast. <laughs> I know. Well, he's our date checker. Yeah, for yeah. Let's think of we a date. Oh yeah, let's do. It. We can do that. Okay. Um, the date that you, let's see, you guys started dating like right when you got up into college, right? Yeah. Off the stage, Katie walked, and then Logan asked her out. Yeah. That's how I always heard the story. Is it the From who? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know, man. People are just like, yeah, Katie literally just graduated, and then Logan asked her out. Isn't that crazy? Wow. I you know, know what day it was that he asked you out? No. All right. <laughs> you, you tell me what. I know it was a gala, but I don't remember. Wait, to date, date to be official or to go on a date? I don't to go know. On a date. Yeah, I don't know to go on a date. <clears throat> We're calling Logan Bayless. So, so Just in case that wasn't clear. He's outside. Yeah, the birds. Hey, you're on our podcast. Hey, again? Always. <laughs> Um, you remember, you remember the uh, exact day that you asked Katie out on a first date? The day I asked her on a first date, the Bangalore bash or Bangalore ball or whatever we did. Cause it was at the warehouse and I, our first date was a picnic. Oh, but on a Wednesday, but I, I don't, I mean, I, I'd have to go back to the calendar and look, I mean, oh, I know we got him on a date first date yeah. so if you do like the wednesday before that 
All right. What was the what but, was the day of your first date? Oh God, let me go back in the calendar and look. <laughs> oh, that's cheating. That's still. Uh, well, like I know how to find it. You know, not like off the top of my head. Let's see, 2015. Okay, so. Okay, so it would have been June 10th. June 10th. Yeah, because our first date was the 12th, and then I asked her to be official on the 26th. I know that one, see? (laughs) That was a week after us. Really? Wait, June 26th? We got married on June 18th, so we were almost. Oh, yeah, that's right. Three. Close no, Juneteenth. Oh, we would have done it. It was three dates yeah. later. Okay. We would have done it, but John's song had to get married, and I didn't want to be on our honeymoon for his for yeah. his uh, wedding. Let me go on record to say that I was thanks, totally Charlie. fine with that. <laughs> 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 All right, thanks, Bailey. Yeah, see you guys. Bye. Bye. Yeah, I uh, asked this to be official on June twentieth wow. of that same year. I remember talking to Bailey after that date. Because we always used to meet up and smoke cigs at night. So I told him, I was like, we're fish. He said, cool, I think I'm going to ask you. Aw, that's cute. Yes, it is cute. Um, so, yeah, let's talk about that for a little bit. You and Balo. Mm. Um, so you graduated in 2015 then, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And... Did you like him, like, coming out of uh, high school? Did you like him already? Yeah. Yeah, we, t- we, t- we talked. We talked mm-hmm. for a long time. As a um, high schooler and a college student? Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah. Wow. Uh, we, we chatted for a while. And I never liked him in high school, but I always was like, wow, he'd be great marriage material. And then, um, that's you're looking at it functionally like funny. Yeah. <laughs> he would provide. And that's so funny. He would mow the grass. Yeah. He would take he, care of the cat. Yeah, yeah. He'd be a good dad. <laughs> um, yeah. He always used to buy me pizzas. Um, even though I had already m- providing wow. money in my school fund <laughs> when I got him to buy me pizzas. <laughs> oh my so God. still overcoming the controlling. Part, <laughs> that's so bad. Uh, and then I remember the day he was like, I don't have any more money in my account. I was like, oh, that's so sad. Like, thank you so much. And then the next day I like still had pizza. And he's like, where'd you get that? I was like, my <laughs> own account. That's so awful. I don't that's know if he even remembers that. Now he does. Let's call him. I'm just kidding. Yeah. <laughs> so when you guys started dating, um, did you, how do, how do you guys' dating relationship go? What's... Yeah, we, so we dated, like, for five years? Dang. Five years? I feel like five years sounds right. You got married in 2020, right? Yeah, (coughs) and we got engaged in end of 2019, so five years. Um, And we always joke, joke around Mm. that the first four were really bad, (laughs) (laughs) and that the last one was like, hey, we're, like, actually dating. Mm. Wild. Um... Because, like, we both grew up together. I already, like, touched on how I was a princess brat and, like, really only made the decision to follow the Lord wholly. I shouldn't say wholly. Still figuring out that. But, just like, for real second decision. Um, and uh, he he was faithful. 
throughout it. And he was very patient and kind. And it's like a miracle that we're married today. Uh, because I was very mean and I was a whole lot of brat. Mm. Mm. Yep. (laughs) So what, I guess like obviously your second decision was a part of changing that narrative, but like what actually happened there? Uh, no, our, our narrative changed (laughs) before that because, uh, I kept on going back and forth, like, why am I just stringing him along? Like, I know I'm being rude. Mm-hmm. Like, I know. Mm-hmm. And um, I was advised to stay with him, and uh, which obviously I don't regret that at all. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. Let's be honest. But it was like, it was still a lot of like, Everyone says this is a good idea, but I'm not taking the time to actually think through it for myself. So therefore I'm a victim in this. And mm. so now I'm basically going to like punish everyone and everything, um, AKA him. And it wasn't good for a while because I just couldn't get over myself and really make a decision for myself. And so it was before the 2019 that I was like, I need to choose. And I was like, I'm so dumb. Why have I been so rude? I totally want to marry this guy. It was it was actually Florida. I don't remember which Florida, but it was a Florida. Hmm. So I remember talking to my dad about it. Oh. Um, yes. So, okay, let's give it two good years. <laughs> two good years. And three not so great years. That's pretty good. Yeah. Better than it was before. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> So what's your relationship like with the Lord now? And what uh, what are some highlights like since you made that decision? So a lot of my intimacy with anyone, uh, I give a lot of credit to Hannah and Sam because we went through some rough times in the ministry department where we literally had to be like very intimately involved in each other's lives and had to go through a lot of friendship things um, that were very difficult and good at the same time. And so I think that like, uh, from learning how to be intimate with them, like sparked, then I had to be intimate with the Lord and how to be intimate with the Lord. Hmm. Because I mean, even just Sam is just so much more warm and kind and sweet than I am. Um, so she taught me a lot about what it looks like to have emotions and to be emotional and to be emotional with the Lord and, um, retweet, which was very helpful. Uh, and so now the difference is that I think I definitely go to him a lot more, obviously, but it's, it's, we're just, um, it's going to sound so cliche, but we're just, we're just good buddies. He's just a really good dad to me. And, uh, like I struggle a lot with like anxiety and control hand in hand, <laughs> as we've talked about yeah. many a time. Yeah. Um, but how he shows me that he is the provider and the protector and the one that the whole, he has a whole world in his control. Why would I even fret? He brought Jerusalem back together. He hmm. is going to bring his people together. And he like is so comforting. I'm always like, Oh my God, why do I even fear? 
Yeah. Why do I fret? Why do I even mm. think that I can control anything? So I think a lot of it still involves like taking off that control and giving it to him. I mean, as does anyone, but mm. um, it's a lot more with functional things that I think I can control. And he proves me time and time again that I can't. Mm. How do you view emotions uh, before you realize that they're important for relationships in the Lord? Um, definitely like they were rude to be there. Um, they were dumb mm. and silly and just a little girl's game, mm. which is funny because so I true. would say that I was definitely a little girl <laughs> <laughs> until like yesterday. Um, mm. but even that, uh, so they were just silly. Yeah. Not needed. Yeah, that's the truest words I've ever heard. Did not help me get things done. Amen. So why would I want them? Mm. I live with someone like that. Um, mm. Kevin. Yeah, mm. he's super not emotional. So was it difficult for you? And because majority of women mm. are emotional, right? I'm super emotional. I tell Mia this as well that she's very emotional, even though she doesn't want to say it. <laughs> Or oh, admit she's, it. Yeah, she's yeah no, I think I'm very inwardly emotional, but it's just not ever coming out of me when I, I don't want it to ever come this out. This is of not me. how D ships went. Okay. We D -ship. She's like, I'm not emotional. But it's like mm. different. Like I have two of them. Yeah, she likes to be unique. Yeah. She's just like everyone it's else. True. So. <laughs> I'm just compared to everyone that I see, I'm like, I'm not like that. Mm. I think so. that it really depends on like also like how you're raised and the examples that you had because yeah. I just it's different yeah 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 for sure like that's how I think that I was able to be so inward because there wasn't a lot of like chaos going around or there wasn't like anyway mm. this is not the point so what's it like to be what does it look like for you to be intimate and emotional with the Lord then mm. I think a lot of just like the letting go and just like letting him in aka just dropping the functionality because mm. <laughs> a lot of times it's like I'm reading my bible to check it off my to-do list anyway and then I gotta clean the kitchen and then I and so it's a lot of like taking a breath and praying and letting him in but I, I think it's like I really have to prepare myself to want to do it, if that makes sense. Mm. Like if I'm just going to do it out of necessity, then there's going to be nothing that comes yeah. from it. And mm -hmm. I truly believe, I'm not God, but I truly <laughs> believe how our relationship is, is he's like, if you're going to be like that, <laughs> I ain't going to say nothing to you then. And I'm like, no, but like I really need to just like, you need to give me your quick thing and then I can move on. And then he's like, you don't get it. And I'm like, mm. I don't. And I don't want to. And then he's like, okay. And I'm like, wait. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, the fact that it is a relationship <clears throat> that he wants with us. Mm -hmm. And we go to him be like, I'm here to check you off mm -hmm. for the day. And he's like, what? Yeah. Like, I'm your dad. Yeah. It's like, can yeah. we hang out? And we're just like, uh, no, like, I'm just here to do this in the mornings because my phone told me to do it. Yeah. And he's like, well. I don't know what you, this is a relationship. Yeah. That's what he wants. Which I, yeah. I do want to say that I think that a big part of our relationship is it went from cosmic 
butler or whatever that saying is yeah. where he's just going to do everything for me to now he's like my actual father. Mm-hmm. And I think a big thing that helped that in just the past year is um, this book I'm going over with one of my disciples. It's called uh, Father Hunger. Mm. And McGee, who writes a lot <laughs> of other McGee. really good books like uh, You and Your Parents. Your Parents and You. You Parents. And, <laughs> you parents. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's like, a psychologist and whatnot. So he has some very practical things along with spiritual. And, uh, that book, even though I had a very active and present father, it was helpful in seeing how much um, God is a father. Hmm. Deep. (laughs) (laughs) But because it was so hard for me to make that shift to a more intimate vulnerable you're my you're my father rather than you're my dad mm. rather than just you're this guy and this guy yeah. yeah yeah so um i had a question mm. are you ready for it <laughs> okay are you ready for yeah it, are right? you ready for it <laughs> are you ready do for you it? know <laughs> the question i is. just want to make sure you are prepared for this question that i will ask Okay. Yeah, totally lost it. That's so. fine. Katie. Yeah. I thought that would do it. If I say your name, maybe I'll remember. The I question. can tell you what I think the most impactful thing has that, been. I was going to ask that. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think that um, the pursuit of friends has been life changing. Mm-hmm. And I get that not everyone has like very close friends and like you can't force that. Mm-hmm. But I've been blessed with some amazing people along the way and um, how they are not, they look past my exterior and they see that like the potential, the, the, what the Lord can do or is trying to do and pursues that Mm. And so even if I offend them or if I keep them ar- arm's length away because I don't want to be vulnerable or like have because I'm too mm. freaking prideful. I don't want people speaking in my life. Um, them pursuing me has been the biggest thing. So um, shout out to my friends, but also has been very uh, overwhelmingly convicting to go and pursue other people too yeah. because yeah. I've been pursued so much yeah. That's um, beautiful. and to fight for people in a biblical sense is something that's lost these days just in the culture mm. and people don't know how to make real friends and and I'm awkward okay like I don't like small talk me and Matt Oaks talk about this all the time we're always like <laughs> Hey, how are you? Anyway, this really crazy thing happened. And it's like, okay, anyway, what was my point of that? Just pursue your friends. Yeah. I don't yeah. know. Yeah. Amen. Yeah. I got um, a last thing before the last thing. Yeah. Um, oh, my God, dude. What is wrong with my brain? I don't know. I was going to ask what your temperament was earlier. That's what it was. Oh, that's a hot debate. Oh. That is. Um. So there's what I think it is, and there's what everyone else thinks it is. Oh, girl. you think you're a flake cleric? I, I don't know what I think anymore because I think I've changed a lot 
You're funny. Uh, but I'm going to accept what everyone else has said, and it's a cleric flag, is that what checks. everyone else has said. See, yeah. uh, technically it doesn't check because clerics don't be like, I'll disagree with it, what everyone else says. Ellie Greg. calls me a sensitive cleric. That Aren't makes all sense. clerics sensitive? That makes sense. Um, sensitive as in not like I'm offended, which I do get offended a lot, but more like sensitive towards what other people are Mm. thinking and feeling. That makes sense. I was definitely thinking the the offended part, Uh which is like, wait, you can scratch all the stuff about the friend stuff because this is the more important thing about my life Mm. is that the, uh, in authenticity, the road that I was going down was very inauthentic mm. and it was a depressing life. And even when I was saved, I always, I still knew that I was going down the wrong road and just going to try to please me. But how the Lord has changed that. I mean, <laughs> he's still working on it. Okay. <laughs> I am not preaching that I am changed fully at all ever. Um, but just able to have a relationship with my husband, have a relationship with my friends, be able to work through conflict, able to love and go back to my family and his family is just like, like these are things that I never thought were possible, mm-hmm. like even four years ago. Yeah. And just like how quickly, the, if when you say yes to the Lord, he shows you what mm-hmm. he has planned for you is uh, mind-blowing. Yeah. Yeah. And so I guess I just like really want to make that said because it may feel like the most painful thing when you feel like the Lord is calling you to do something or someone's challenging you to do something. But once you even like meagerly kind of take that step, he will run with it. Um, Absolutely. Praise the Lord. Yeah. That's really cool too, because it's like a very clear display of having to give up control. Like the Lord is the only one who would have being able to teach you those things and grow you in that way. Like you just had to take this small step and then he did the rest of it, which as someone who like wants to control and make your own life perfect and just figure it out yourself, like those things cannot coexist. So I don't know. It's like a very, very clear example that you have learned how to do that. And also like pretty much everything that you said that you learned in your life, you've taught me about my life too. Like just in the time that you discipled me and like impressed the idea of taking ownership and learning how to be a good friend, which takes so long, still <laughs> learning, uh, all those things. But <laughs> wow, I said that word so loud. Sorry, yeah. everybody. Uh, the point is, it's clear that the the Lord has made those things written on your heart and has transformed Aww. you because you've been able to teach other people. Aww. Well, you are know I got a lot of good things to say about you. <laughs> the other day I saw me and I was like... Just, just so impressed with you and you just the lord has done so many good things and i don't even know how you do them all but it's obviously god and it's just beautiful yeah. thanks that's sweet <clears throat> oh my god is your hand okay it was more <gasps> yeah oh jeez look oh, at that Pete. sorry it's everyone off the charts. i slammed my hand what on the stable Oh, it, the sorry, you can't Josh, see. Josh, you've been here this whole time. No, for for two hours he's been sitting. <laughs> no, he walked in uh, probably about five, seven minutes ago. No, it was fifty-four. No, Josh, you're good. I looked. Oh, oh, three minutes ago he walked in. Um, I was gonna do this. 
That's for what the I'm last do. question. Yeah. Yeah. Um, what even is there? La- oh, oh, Katie, <laughs> what has the Lord saved you from? Mm, I've thought about this a lot. Yeah. Mm. And it's kind of come out a little bit. Mm. So if you can, let's all take a guess. No, I'm just kidding. It's an inauthentic life. I mean, I think that I was, I thought I knew what my life would be. And I forgot that the Lord is big. I should say, yeah. I never gave him the chance to show me that he's bigger and knows what he has planned for me. Mm. And That's so uh, actually letting him in, still trying to learn how to let him in yeah. um, and show me that has been life changing. Yeah. Very well said.